everyone, just a quick reminder that Lash Boss Summit is in Austin on April 22nd and 23rd of 2023. You can head to lashbossradio.com or lashbosssummit.com to buy tickets. Hope to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today we're going to talk about adhesive. So early on in Lash Boss Radio, I used to talk a lot about adhesive and reactions. Um, I actually used to talk about how you can ask a doctor um, or a client can ask a doctor if they do react to extensions for something to treat the um, reaction. And now that 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 is like a very well-known thing, I used to get a lot of heat for that, um, saying that back in the day, but um, I used to talk about adhesive way more than I do now, and I still see that it's very much a common question of like, what adhesive is best, or this is happening with my clients, what do I do, or when I'm putting lashes on, they're popping off, what do I do? So I wanted to make another episode to revisit adhesive, its properties, how to make it work for you, etc., So first thing is most adhesive is pretty similar. And I think that if you're having problems with your adhesive, it's probably the environment that it's in or just user error. It's very rare that you're going to find like an actual bad batch of adhesive. Um, I have seen that like once in my life, and I think it was just a very old adhesive that hadn't been opened in a very long time. And so... um, yeah, we we tend to see a lot of questions about what's the best adhesive? I've tried this, this, and this, and none of them work for me, or I'm having retention problems. So I don't ever really assume that it's the actual adhesive that is the issue. So um, what are some problems that people could be having with adhesive? One is the adhesive is really stringy. That usually means the adhesive is not fresh, so you might need to crack open another bottle. I always like to have an extra bottle of adhesive on hand because what if it is clogged and you can't get unclogged um, or you're just you ran out of adhesive? What what do you do if if that happens in the middle of an appointment or the middle of your day and you don't have another adhesive? So always have a backup adhesive when you purchase another adhesive. um, You should be putting two or more in your cart. Another problem that you could be having with your adhesive is that when you're placing the lashes, they are popping off. And so what this usually means is you're usually using not enough adhesive or the humidity is so high that it's curing your adhesive so quickly that by the time you get to the natural lash, it is already cured or it's like partially cured. And so it appears to be stuck on there, but it's not until you start brushing, they start popping off. So what is the solution to that? All you need to do is use a little bit more adhesive, check the humidity in your room if it's a little too high. Um, Maybe you should be using a different adhesive, something that dries a little bit slower. So with that, when you see people recommending their favorite adhesive, where do they live? Because if you live in, um, let's say you live in California on the coast and it's very humid where you are, but somebody else that's recommending something lives in Nevada where it's super dry, adhesive is going to perform differently in every area. So if you have, if somebody else likes an adhesive that dries really, really fast, it might perform really, really slow 
in a different area. So I just think um, ask people in your area versus people anywhere else what they're using and also just try for yourself. Um, the great thing about adhesive is that manufacturers, the brands, they actually put on the packet or their website what is the ideal environment for that adhesive. So what humidity and what temperature should it be in? You can always look at that with a hygrometer. It just reads the humidity in your space. So then you know exactly what um, range you are looking for an adhesive to perform best in. So if it's still too fast for you, then you can always go with something that is um, – that is suited more for an even more humid environment because that would be a slower drying adhesive. If you feel like something is too slow, of course, you would do the opposite and look for something that's really quick. So, yeah. I also think when somebody is first learning, they are just inherently slower. So if you if you feel like, you know, someone next to you is using an adhesive and it's working for them just fine, you just might not be there with your speed yet. And you could just always use a slower drying adhesive for a little bit until that feels too slow for you and then just move up from there. So let's go into the opposite issue, which would be the adhesive feels like it's drying too slow. It is just the lashes are tossing and turning when you place them or you feel like you're getting a lot of stickies. So that could be a couple of reasons. It could be because the adhesive is too slow for the pace that you're working at and the environment that you're in. It also could be because you're just going too fast. You're not giving each bond enough time to set or, or cure. So a couple of things. If you feel like when you place um, your lashes, you're getting a lot of stickies, consider holding your isolation open a little bit longer so that it gives um, the neighboring lashes enough time to like stay apart from this like fresh bond before you let go because they're just going to grab next to it. Also, if you work on the same eye and you're just like moving lashes left and right, you're just smushing them against the wet bonds as well. So if you're going to be working on the same eye or if you're going to be going lash by lash, like even if you're going from one eye to the next, I still recommend holding that isolation for a few seconds and then moving on. If you slow down like that, it actually speeds you up at the end and it makes your bonds nicer because they're not all getting smushed together and then ripped apart. And then also you're not spending time doing that. So if you just wait those extra seconds, it actually saves you time at the end because you don't have as many stickies. I do still think stickies should be normalized in one way that it is normal to get some, but they should not leave with any. So at the end of an appointment, you definitely should be checking to make sure that there is no stickies throughout the lash line. But if you see one or two on each eye, that, that, that is normal. I think we should like normalize that. I don't think anyone should think that they shouldn't come across one. Um, you also should be checking the bottom pads throughout the appointment to make sure your adhesive is not getting stuck to anything down there. If you're pressing your pads really hard, you're actually making the bottom lashes pop out. So what was once tucked under is now out and you might not even notice if you're not being diligent and checking throughout the appointment that the pads are still secure. So let's say it really is the adhesive is drying too slow for your environment. What can you do to speed it up in the moment? If you don't have a humidifier, then what you could do is spray your nano mister, not on the lashes, but just in the area um, as needed. So you spray it, you create some moisture in the air, you lash a little bit, it's not working again, you do it again. And that's totally okay. It'll also help to like set the bonds as you go. Another trick, which is kind of an old trick, is taking um, 
some gauze pads or cotton rounds, wetting them and then setting them near the client. It was recommended at one point to put them like actually on the client's cheeks. I think that that's a little uncomfortable. I personally would rather do the nanomister trick, um, but that's just me. So something that you could do to create moisture in that area to help speed up the curing time for a slow adhesive if you're feeling like your lashes are just turning as soon as you place them. Um, obviously, you're going to want to grab the most minimal amount of adhesive if that's happening too in the moment because if you're maybe grabbing too much, that's also might be an issue and might look like your adhesive is drying too slow when actually it's just you're grabbing way too much. So if a client or if you're wondering yourself, like, what is this crystal rock if you um, are maybe taking a lash off and you see that was what was left behind is like a little bit of adhesive and it kind of looks like a hard crystal. It's really hard to get off the lashes. Or if you do a removal and there's still adhesive left behind, what is that? It's really just leftover adhesive that is crystallized. And I think that re-liquefying the adhesive almost when you're doing a removal is is doing that. So if you are prematurely like removing the extensions and then going ahead and cleansing the lashes and taking the remover off without giving the remover enough time to fully soak through all of the adhesive, that's usually what happens. Another way that that happens is removing like a sticky or a grown out lash. And um, this usually happens if the bond is old, not a new one. It can happen with a new one too, actually. If you try putting a lash onto an or an extension onto a natural lash a few times, you start to see that it's like building up. So to avoid that, you just really want to make sure you are getting a really good removal of the bond. You could also really hold on to the natural lash as you pick off pieces of this thing. You could also take like a boot tweezer, something that's a very sturdy tweezer and kind of crunch where that is and that breaks it up and you can remove it that way. Try to remove those things instead of leaving them on your clients. If it happens during removal, you could always apply more remover and and um, get the rest off that way. Let's say you're having retention issues. What does your adhesive have to do with that? So usually that is because you're not using enough adhesive and um, you're might, you might be dipping too shallow into your adhesive. You might just be tapping the top of your adhesive and you're grabbing the film instead of the actual adhesive. I always give the analogy of queso. So you know how you get that film over queso during dinner. If you don't actually like mix it up or like go into the cheese, it's just grabbing nothing really. So that's the same thing with adhesive. A film starts to form over the adhesive and if you don't actually puncture it, you're really not grabbing anything. So you need to go into the adhesive, hopefully that it is a dome, or if you have like a holder that is concaved, you could dip into it. You don't wanna just basically grab the top. So make sure you're grabbing a fresh dot, make sure the actual dot that you're using is a fresh dot itself. And so um, shaking your adhesive, making sure to give yourself a new dot if you feel like the adhesive isn't performing the same as it was when you first dropped it. Um, there's lots of arbitrary like guidelines and people like give a hoot about that so much now. Um, whatever you think works best for you. I like to change mine every 15 to 20 minutes and um, whatever works for you though, because people will um, 
always say it could go longer than that and to each their own. So with that, um, you're using a fresh dot of adhesive, you're dipping in farther, far enough, and you're working fast enough to get to the natural lash. So let's say you're dipping, you're taking forever to get to the natural lash. Well, really, it's just that. It's just you're taking too long. You really only got about a second to get there. So you've got to have your adhesive like wide open, crystal clear, seeing exactly where it's going. You dip, you go straight to the lash, you hold it there for a second or two, and then you move on. And hopefully you go to the other eye because it gives it extra time for that to um, to set. Now, if you are barely dipping, you're not grabbing enough, you're taking too long to get there, of course, you're going to have retention issues. It might appear like they are on there pretty well, and then they start having retention retention issues later. That could actually be something with maybe they're picking at them, maybe they're uncomfortable and that you have stickies in there or lots of grown out lashes or something like that. And so they're messing with the bonds. And then they may not want to tell you what happened and they were just picking at them because they were uncomfortable. So if your client is picking at their lashes, it also could be your fault because it's not always just nervous pickers or people that do that. I I myself, if I have a sticky or a grown out lash, I feel it and I have to keep messing with it. Or like sometimes I go in there with tweezers myself and try and find where it is. But if I was a client that didn't know how to do that, I'd be picking my lashes so much and I couldn't just ask a friend to like, hey, look through my lash line and remove this grown out lash for me. Um, I might, you know, by the time I come back in two weeks, have nothing left. (laughs) So I just think that we should consider it could also be our fault in that case. Or they just like to pick at things. They pick at their mascara. So it's likely that they would pick at their extensions. And so it could be a number of things. And real quickly, I want to revisit allergic reactions. So it's very rare that someone is going to be actually allergic to extensions. But if this does happen, I always want the client to feel like it's going to be okay. There is a solution. Um, I have also learned a lesson to not immediately jump to you can still keep getting lashes. Don't worry. Like you'll, you can keep your next appointment because they're not, they may not be there right now. They're not actually thinking about keeping their lashes on. They're just thinking about my eye is super swollen and I don't want it to be swollen right now. So let's say your client calls you and they're swelling. It's not just redness because redness in the eye or something that doesn't mean it's an allergic reaction. A lot of times that means the iPad was just sitting too high, which again, you should be checking throughout the appointment because you'd be able to see if it was too high and rubbing against their eye. So if they're actually experiencing swelling on the lid, if they're swelling like where the iPads were, it could be the iPads or tape. But if they're swelling on the lid, it could be in one eye or both eyes. You need to validate that too because some clients are like, it can't be an allergic reaction. I've been getting them for a long time and it's only in one eye. So it's got to be something else. Did you change your adhesive? I didn't change my adhesive. It is normal for an allergy to present itself after even years of getting lashes done. And it is normal to see it in one eye. It starts out that way. It'll eventually go to both eyes. So what I like to say is, The solution here is that you can easily make an appointment with a doctor or call um, your eye doctor and tell them what's going on. They can usually prescribe something that is either an ointment or a drop. It's steroid. There's a bunch of different kinds. Obviously, the doctor is going to prescribe what they want to prescribe. So telling the doctor what to prescribe isn't, I, I don't think that that is necessary because how would you feel if somebody came to you and they were like, I need you to use this adhesive. That is what I need. It's kind of the same effect. So 
doctor, I'm having an allergic reaction to my eyelash extensions and I'd like to see if there's anything that you can give me to help the swelling go down. And if the client cares about getting their lashes in the future, you could also apply that treatment before the service and after the service if needed um, to prevent another reaction from happening in the first place. So that is something you can mention just towards the end, no pressure type of thing, because I have upset a client before telling them that when they had actually just called um, to know what to do about the swelling. And I just kind of went on and on about reactions and I learned a lesson there. So uh, learn from my mistake, just tell them what the solution is and um, don't be too lax and not empathetic enough, but definitely make them feel like this is a normal thing. It's not very common, but it's going to be okay. And let me know if you have any questions. I'm here, all of those things. Um, because it's very easy for a client in that time because it's so uncomfortable, because it's so inconvenient for them to be upset. So it's not something you could have pre prevented and um, it really can happen to anyone. There's no way that we can tell, especially even like while we're doing the appointment, there's no signs there. Actually, I might take that back a little bit because um, Ellie Malman, I, I highly recommend to look her up. She created this barrier cream and she actually did a presentation one time and it was about how there are telltale signs of somebody that could become allergic later. And it was like, you can start to see like irritation on their eyes. And um, she explains it beautifully. I should actually have her on the show. But um, yeah, so I, I what I meant was like, you're not seeing the swelling and redness happening while you're applying the lashes. It's usually the next day that they wake up and their eyes swollen. So I want them to know that it's not your fault. It's not the adhesive's fault. It's not their fault. And um, there is a solution to it, short-term and long-term, if they want to keep getting extensions. So with that always comes the question of, is there adhesive that is hypoallergenic? Well, since adhesive contains chemicals, there's always going to be someone that's allergic to something in that. So even if we take out cyanoacrylate and replace it with another type of acrylate, there's going to be someone that is just allergic to all of the acrylates in general, and that's not going to work for them. While some people that adhesive will work for and the cyanoacrylate adhesive won't, right? But the ethyl or methyl acrylate derivatives, like those might work for them. So I think it's important to know that there's nothing really that we can um, do to prevent somebody having a reaction to the adhesive that we're using. Um, in terms of sensitive adhesive, we get that question a lot of times at our salon, do you carry sensitive adhesive? And I always like to ask, where is that question coming from? Is it because you have sensitivities to something? Have you had a reaction in the past? Um, if they tell me like, yeah, after I get my lashes, my eyes are always red. Well, that's actually maybe not the um, adhesive. It's It might be from your eyes being open during the service, or it could be because the um, iPads are like sitting on their eyeballs. And so it might just be different with a different artist and a different way of doing things. But sensitive adhesive in itself still is going to contain, I feel like I see a lot of brands not using the term sensitive adhesive anymore, but they still contain cyanoacrylate, just more of a diluted amount, which I, I, I don't think I've ever seen someone go from this adhesive to a sensitive one and not have a reaction anymore if they are allergic. So 
that's just my two cents. I think any adhesive that is minimal in ingredients, so something that's just like a clear adhesive, it doesn't have carbon black in it, it might just have PMMA and cyanoacrylate, and that's it. I feel like those are the most simplified um, adhesive combinations. Something that doesn't have to contain, like adhesive doesn't need hydroquinone. It actually doesn't need carbon black. It doesn't need to be black. It can be clear. I think clear goes on way better. It's almost like more magnetic and the black ones tend to feel more slippery in my opinion. You, you really don't need it to be black. So that is my take on sensitive adhesives and allergic reactions. I hope you guys learned something from this episode. I'd love to continue the conversation if you have any more questions about adhesive. Um, I could always throw it into another episode. If you go to lashbossradio.com, you can submit a topic request or nominate a guest to be on the show. Um, so yeah, head to my new website. It's been all updated and I'm really excited about it. Uh, but I hope you learned something in this conversation today and I'll be back very soon with the next episode. Mm-hmm.